0: Welcome to the show today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We've been rolling more guests just because, I don't know, it's exciting (laughs) time in the fight for life and liberty in the country right now. And I have found that God is uniting and mobilizing so many people in sort of a united front in what feels like perhaps the most politically significant year in my lifetime with Roe v. Wade just having gotten overturned, with the left, have you noticed, overplaying their hand, with political alignments lining up in the strangest ways with people who are pro-abortion but anti-vaccine mandates, and then they're rowing up the streams of liberty with pro-life people, and so they're starting to become more pro-life. And there's just so many interesting uh, unifications happening across America with freedom fighters and liberty lovers. And so I love to bring people on the show for whom abortion is a central turning point in their life and a central cause that animates their love for the country and their love for the posterity of this country. And so I couldn't think of anyone better than my new friend Siaka Masakoy, who's actually running for District 43 in Los Angeles County. He attends Godspeak Calvary Chapel, my my home church, though, as you know, we're in the process of moving my family for family health reasons. Um, But it's inspiring to meet people, especially in Los Angeles, who are actually running on platforms like Liberty and like the life of unborn children. I think you're going to enjoy this episode. Buckle up, you're in for a treat. I'm Seth Gruber and this is Unaborted.
1: Hey, what's up, Seth? <laughs> see, let's get that in there. i got to get that in there, man. Good to thanks see you. Thanks for joining you again. us, man. Dude, thanks for having me, man. This is a uh, I'm happy to see everything that's happening from a media standpoint with this fight too. Yeah, and, yeah. and this shows like this is just a, an example. So yeah, amen, yeah, amen. Well, I mean, you know,
0: we we have been drawn to this church for many of the same reasons, of course. And yes. for me, you know, that has been. Meeting and becoming friends with you know one of the most outspoken pro-life pastors in the country, yeah. um, who has done more for the lives of the unborn than most pastors could ever say, oh, yeah. and uh, and it's so it's yeah it's bittersweet for me as you yeah. know we're we're on our way out, but you know we're always cruising back through for speaking. Yeah, for you're not you're not reasons. out yet. You're just not
1: here as consistent. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All that. <laughs> that's never, right. Yeah, never Amen. out. Amen. Don't do that. Yeah. But <laughs> we
0: we met um, a couple times just because we were sitting close to each other in church. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, then and like then like they, you. they yeah. like. Mentioned like this comedy bit you were doing, trying to like, you know, actually push back in the culture wars in Hollywood yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And then, of course, I learned that you were running for Assembly in California, which, you know, we had <laughs> uh, our friend Cole Brocado on the show. Oh, just vote, bro. Ago. Just vote, bro. Just vote, bro. Yeah. yeah and and, and he goes like to Godspeak too, and he's running in, is it? It's still Ventura County, right? Oh, it's Ventura County. He, he's yeah, running Ventura yeah, County, yeah. yes. But, but both of you incredibly pro-life, and uh, and you shared a little bit with me at a Love Life Prayer Walk. We yeah. were just both at together. I, I spoke the, on that Saturday, and then you Great were there job, as well. Man. Thank you. And and you were sharing a little bit of your story, and it just struck me. I was like, oh man, while I'm in town, you know, we should we should talk more mm. because you know you have a really powerful story. Mm. And, and, and God works through stories. Like Jesus, you know, Rob said this to me recently, he said, he said, you know, I'm all for expositional preaching. I got no problem with it, mm. but it is interesting. Jesus didn't preach expositionally. Yeah. He told stories. Yeah. Now, when he walked with the, the disciples on the road to Emmaus, he, 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 he said he walked them through every portion of scripture and how it testified about himself. But when he was sharing the truth of people, he was telling stories and stories are a powerful tool to communicate truth and to woo people to the truth. So with all all that in, in and <laughs> introduce yourself. Brother. Hey, hey. <laughs> I was gonna, I, I want to talk with you. I was like, Yeah, you're right. Uh, no, um,
1: what's up, man? Hi, guys. Siaka Masquel here. Some of you guys know me. Uh, go to God speak. Uh, working, we're working on almost canceled that we announced, which is a conversation, almost show. canceled, yeah, almost yeah, can- right? right. Yeah. I've actually been canceled. Uh, <laughs> part of uh, organization Hollywood for Freedom. Uh, check us out, Hollywood for com. We're we're our faith-based organization that is, uh, you know, not everything necessarily needs to be just conservative content. Right. But we're faith-led, and it's it's uh, um, it's good stories. And to your point, as an actor for about 15-plus years in, in Hollywood, this is what I've always wanted to do was to tell stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the r- stories stick in our hearts and in our, in, in our souls differently than just facts. Right. Right? And yep. so, like, I always like to say the vote is one-third of the issue. Culture and, and, and that that All right. story is two thirds of the issue. Yeah, if we can get that back, we will then be able to take the vote back so much easier. Yeah, so we right. need to be telling. No, our that's stories. actually
0: actually I'm, I appreciate you said that. That's mm-hmm. actually really well said, Siaka, because um, while the left has no moral basis to stand on and yep. no statistical or factual basis to stand on for their their ideology or their worldview they are good at articulating a vision yeah and so now we would Words say well that our. vision is socialism yeah. but, but they're, they're <laughs> able to sort of euphemize it and make it sound very attractive whether it's equality yeah equal pay yeah you know uh uh or saving the for planet yeah. for our posterity yeah, no yeah. justice, no peace. Like, yeah. And they, they, they we're build free this utopian we're all free. worldview yeah. that sounds very attractive, and it sounds like human flourishing. But of course, these are all just euphemisms. None of this is actually good for humankind. But, not at all. but the, the right and conservatives haven't been as good yes. at articulating a vision that they're, of course, of their worldview, of their ideas, yep. but in a vision, in yes. a we're going somewhere well, in something that's attractive.
1: It, another reason why God speak has been such a pivotal role for, you know, me and a lot of what I've done as running for office, you know, standing up in the fight is because this is an active church. Yeah. When I took uh, a biblical citizenship you oh, know, yeah, yeah. Green's class and, and uh, with Patriot Academy, I'm like, I started to find out that's why, you know, Three percent of the population against the 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 most powerful you know nation in the world won. Well, wow. was because we had faith behind and the church was they, they, they were active. Yeah, and so we need to bring that back up. And the church moved away from the the, the colleges, and then we moved away from Hollywood. Hollywood was set up to be to, to tell Christian stories. Yeah, that's right. And they moved away from that. That's right. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know. And they, so now they, we they had a, to basically get it cleared by Christians. Exactly. For content for content. And now we're in a place where. Christians are afraid to even make content. What was that or even called look? again, though? By the way, Hollywood.
0: No, oh, the the specific uh, like litmus test. Oh, for, um, for the, the code of for conduct. Yeah, it was, it was a I code of conduct, yeah, and yeah. they had like a board yeah, that the yeah. people had to go and yeah. they had to read. Uh, we'll it and we'll remember it later, right? But yeah, right. Yeah. And so, to and, s- and some of the best films ever created, ever created. that year. I mean, every Thanksgiving,
1: after. they were showing uh um um uh, um with the Ten Commandments with yep. Charlton Heston, yep, right? Yep. I remember that, and I and I wasn't yep. again. I didn't grow up completely, you know, super religious. I had some, you know, lot a lot of people do in country in this country would just have bits and pieces yeah 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 but it was just around and our country was it was moving away when i look back now but it still had uh god in our consciousness in a more open way than today yep and god speak to me speaks to the energy of what we need we need that we need to get back and do things like this we need to have people in the churches and your pastor leading the way to go hey let's put this person in for an office because no one else is running against the Democrat, yeah, no one, that's and right. so they—that's why they have a supermajority. Yeah, the church needs to take the that's lead because right. yep. our country was founded yeah. under these Wilberforce.
0: Willing Will Wilberforce once said that a private faith that does not act in the face of, of oppression is no faith at all. At all, and and most, you know. Christians who say we're not political, we're about the gospel, whatever that means, (laughs) that that they fit that description of Wilberforce. It's a private faith. Meanwhile, you have the oppression of abortion, which slaughters a million children in the womb every year. You have the oppression of transgenderism, which Which interestingly enough also chops up children, (laughs) also chops up children um, by convincing them that a boy can be a girl, a girl can be a boy, we need to mutilate your body parts in order to make the inside, uh, the outside feel more like the inside. Uh, this is this is all a very oppressive agenda, mm-hmm. um, and yet most Christians sit in their churches with their private faith, a very comfortable Christianity, and say, "Praise God for American yeah. freedoms and liberties." But, you uh, know, you know, well, that's not going to cool. be around much longer unless you start. Contending. Well,
1: you know what? Too I, like uh, right now, and the cool thing about it, this last few years have been amazing, even though it's been crazy, and we're seeing how corrupt the world is and how corrupt our own country, our government is at, at times. And but what it's done, it's it's lit a fire in so many men, myself included, that mm. needed to wake up a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, amen. And to come to a church like God Speak, it you know, you're sitting there looking at action at work, right? And you're you're you know, that part where it's like I think a lot of Christians have and by led by pastors that have that led them astray. Yeah. And in this process, my fiance and I are, we started uh we started reading the Bible together. And this is the first time I've really? read the Bible. I've wow. read passages. That's right. awesome. No but way. We're reading. We started with so Matthew. During, during yeah. the shutdowns or what? Uh, no, just within the last like six months. Wow. And so That's as crazy. I'm reading this, and when you say a pastor, you know, someone will say, well, you know, we're not about politics. We're about the gospel. I'm like, I just read Jesus said we need to come in here and and change this thing up. We can't sit there and be judged by a a society of fornicators and that be our standard. Right, right. And I'm sitting there going, wait, how do we not get involved? Yeah, yeah. And you know the book better than I do, sir, of 30, 40, 50 years of preaching. Like, that's that's wild to me. Yep. And and Pastor Rob, kudos to him and his church and, and people in here like yourself included. Like, we just... From the day day one I first came in here, it just was like, let's go. Like yeah, yeah. let's we need to get ready, get yeah. refueled. We're That's going right. back out for the week yep. of, of being, you know exact. So speaking
0: of you, Siaka, uh I you know, I don't know a ton of your background. You shared it a little bit with yeah. me, enough to where I, I I knew your story would bless other people. Um, but, uh, have you always been a radical, uh, Christian <laughs> nationalist, <laughs> conservative pro-life activist? White supremacist. Yeah, you oh, forgot okay. that part. Sorry. I yeah. forgot that Or,
1: or was, I'm, yeah. I'm the new old blackface. Or is it, is it the white, white face, is, is it the black, black face of white supremacy? You know, get confused.
0: <laughs> 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 we'll get Larry Elder in well, here well, yeah, <laughs> we'll get Larry on the phone. Um,
1: well, yeah. So, I mean, how long have I been in this fight? Like I've, I got really vocal in 2020. Um,
0: have uh, you, have you always been a believer?
1: Well, no. Conservative? So I've been, no, no. Pro-life? Uh, no, no. Tell I, us your story. Up, who is Siaka? Who is Siaka? <laughs> Siaka is an amalgamation of crazy. No, <laughs> uh, no I... I uh you know, I grew up single mom. My mom wow. was from another country, Liberia, West Africa, and raised my brother and I in Chicago. Wow, really? Yeah, right north of Chicago, Evanston, Illinois. Lovely place to live. Oh, it's a great place. And and it was back when it was still like I I, I think America. of all the
0: cities I would move today, probably, no. I'd probably pick Chicago in 2020. Well, you
1: not Chicago now, but you want to... <laughs> I, I meant Evanston, not Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Evanston, you go further north, man. Come on. Uh, you don't want to go to Southside, which is...
0: You don't want to go out to dinner with Lori Lightfoot? No,
1: <laughs> Lori Lightfoot doesn't want to go out to dinner with me. How's that? You know. By,
0: by the way, spe- speaking of black people, she doesn't like. Did do you hear her chanting the other day? F. Clarence Thomas. Oh yeah. Publicly? Yeah.
1: On the, like it was on a stage, like she was at, she was at a rap yep. concert. Yep. I'm like F. What? Clarence Thomas. Yeah. And this is and then because you of why because of abortion just to you yeah. know to try like to hold okay, support so anyways, life. So, so Chicago area. So Chicago area and uh, you know my mom worked for the city of Evanston for the health department, so okay. she was in science, got her master's in nursing, so I was. I remember I was sharing a story the other day with my fiance. I remember uh, asking her, like, but aren't those babies? And she's like, no, 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 it's just the compass cells. Like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait. She worked at an, uh, no, no, no. She worked for it because back in the 90s is before um, it was so open that mm-hmm. like cities couldn't um they couldn't technically support abortion like they couldn't be like here here's the pill so she used to give them hand them addresses
0: well right the abortion pill wasn't brought to america until
1: 2000 like, well 2000. she couldn't even like sit there they couldn't do it in the office wow so she would write like the address and give it to these girls that i like went to high school with really and and would tell me i, was, I was, and told me this was later but i remember at like wow. eight or nine when she was explaining this to me and I, I, i think we all like your son was saying earlier we all know Mm. we just pretend not to yeah and at this age and i'm like but i think they're i'm like but they're babies and she's like nah there's clumps of cells and then i'm like but Gnarly. i was like what about adoption like you know let them go let them go live over there instead she
0: so goes, at, n- <laughs> at nine years old it didn't sit right it quick. didn't sit right and well, she was i like, said this once i said everyone starts pro-life and only becomes pro-choice when they're indoctrinated into into, ideology. into it because
1: ideology is a hell of a drug well because also too, no one starts pro-choice i didn't i didn't, I didn't really Completely buy into it. My mom was telling me, even though I was trying to understand the points. And when I brought up adoption, she's like, "Well, no one's going to take care of those babies." I was like, "And again, that's what we always hear, right?"
0: Well we just well, we wouldn't kill them for sure. Yeah, starters. no, we <laughs> wouldn't
1: kill them. But it was like, oh yeah, they and and,
0: and this is a right, point. And that too, reveals their worldview. It's better to end up dead than than, than, than poor.
1: Than struggling, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't even know the truth right, of and that. And of course right?
0: it's it's the white liberals now who get to decide who dies. Yeah, right, right. What level of suffering And don't forget is, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what what level of suffering <laughs> is necessary yeah. such that it would have been better for you to have been killed? Like, and what then, is This that? is one of their major arguments. They say, like, oh you, you those babies are gonna end up on the street. And remember the Freakonomics arguments for yes, abortion yes. decades ago. That was the was thing. It, was that we poor. need abortion? Yes, be, be, because it will actually solve poverty. Yes, and, and because, gosh, can you imagine all these babies being born in poor families? They're going to have a really rough life ahead of them. Kind of like, I, of course, it's always white liberals writing books yes. to become New York Times bestsellers that make them millionaires about, about saying, folks. Oh man, poor people. Ooh, we don't want too many of those. I you know, mean- and, and you
1: know what's <laughs> interesting about that? Like I always say. I didn't say it, she did. Margaret Sanger said we want to eliminate the Negro race. They're like weeds. Yep. So we can fill in the, the gaps, all the nice stories about what abortion means for yep. women, all right. they want. That was the creator of it. If I create a movie or a TV show, you're going to get what I mean in that process, regardless of the characters I put in there to distract you and maybe yep. move it around and get comfortable. Yep. But my end goal, we said we see the black population stagnant since yeah, 1973, yeah. so... That's what she wanted to do. That's been her accomplishments. Yeah, yeah, right. Whether people believe it's a healthcare thing, that's not the that's not the goal. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's not the goal. Yeah, well, so and we'll get into
0: Sanger later. But but oh. so from eleven, from nine years old, where does Siaka go? So,
1: you know, nine and then, you know, I'm in school, junior high, high school, but then, you know, especially with the abortion thing, you're around this idea of like it hadn't hit completely, but you're around this idea of like, don't mess up, but if you do, you have a parachute. Hmm. Right? Right, right, right. So you kind of have that in your mind's eye. Um, I was fortunate enough to be successful in football in high school and and got a, a full ride to the University of Iowa.
0: Wow. Um,
1: yeah. Some some people who may know college football was Coach Fry's last recruiting class, Hayden Fry, and um, that's when everything really. That's really? when I was I was thrown into the into the ocean, you know, wow. and um, you know, when you, and again, I, I I try I hopefully try to convey this is I don't put this on anyone like not, it, it didn't do something to me like I my choices you know i made bad decisions and i got caught up in alcohol i got caught up in women and uh you know going in and out of different relationships sleeping with multiple women oh and, and just kind of and i thought that was how you were cool and at the same time i'm not yeah, right, like right. succeeding isn't on the that football. what college all about well right. yeah right and then you get into the bars easy and i'm not succeeding on the field like you know i was in high school and I had, I had connected my happiness with success on the, well, well, how people uh, received me because of my success on the field, not who I was. Right. Right. And I wasn't getting it from the field. So I started getting it in the bars. Yeah. Right. And then tension from women. Right. So that destruction happened. So it was so, and I got caught up in alcohol and I came to this realization, you know, I would say God gave me this realization a few years ago. And I hadn't said it out loud until then, but like I chose, uh, I chose alcohol over my final, I could have done one more semester playing football. Wow. And, and I ended up choosing that. Um, but I did find acting in college and right after I was done with school, I was like, I'm getting out to LA, you know? So about six months back home in Chicago and then, or Evanston and then drove out to LA and, uh, you know, started chasing that dream of an actor. But again, I had that, uh, I had that God sized hole, you know, um, yep. I was chasing that, still chasing the hurrah, you know, in, in my own way. Right. And whether it's working as a server or a bartender, or what, what have you, I'm, I'm I'm partying. I'm still kind of doing the same thing that I was doing in college, except it's not free. (laughs) You got to actually earn it. Um, And so then, you know, you're going through this process again. Same type of thing now. Drugs get involved, you know, get cocaine's in there now. So you're doing all these things just trying to hold on. At the same time, I'm hustling to auditions, trying to again what i didn't realize i didn't know i wasn't doing it because i loved it i was trying to be loved so going to auditions and standing in front of you to go to do this part that you hope you please cast me yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how i'm presenting myself right so it didn't hit me until 20 2013 um i I was living in this uh i was living in this uh house that was an artist housing but it was really just a slumlord pad this guy <laughs> put together in koreatown and and uh, there was a bunch of people living there, and I had my own room, so I was a cool guy, right? And there was a cut two couples. One of them, oh, uh, they were meth heads, and one were crack heads, and I'm not joking. Come it sounds funny. God. You can laugh. It's fine, wow. but that's the facts. Gnarly. I came home one night, and uh, I was drunk, and there was ramen noodle on the stove, and I was like, Pff! I started eating it. The uh, the the meth head couple, the guy comes out, sees me stealing his food because that's what I was doing and starts yelling at me because I was doing it. Wow. And I I start getting mad because, well, how dare you yell at me? <laughs> right? This is like the, the chaotic mind of, of when you're caught up in that stuff. And I'm like, how dare you yell at me? So I'm yelling back at him for yelling at me, for stealing his stuff at the wow. end of the day. The next morning I go downstairs. I totally forgot because I had a little blackout. And uh, the guy living in the basement who was like obese Hated life and wasn't doing anything he wanted to do. Was telling me, "We decided next time you come home drunk, we're gonna kick you out of. The- we're asked the landlord to kick you out of the house." And I'm like, do "We have meth heads and crack heads here, <laughs> I'm gonna. What am I doing? Right, right, right. Right. That's one of. Uh, that's when it hit me. Like, I can't keep doing this anymore. Well, and I was fortunate enough to have these. This. This other couple was this Scandinavian couple, uh, Ricky and Lars. And uh, well, I'm talking to him about it and Ricky asked me, the, the female, and she's like, you know, are you, do you think you're an alcoholic? And Seth, like, I've, I've, I've been in and out of jail because of alcohol. I've crashed cars. I've, you know, money, of course, you know, and disappoint family. That's top yeah. of it. Right. Right. And nothing got me to admit it except for this situation. I even woke up in front of dumpsters, dude and wow. it was like that wasn't enough it was just a bad situation right right and she asked me and it came out of me like somebody like you were trying to pull a football out of your throat but when it came out like whatever weight i didn't know i was carrying was just lifted just by just admitting it right? right they say power of the tongue yeah yeah and just to admit something like that wow um you know, and then it's like all my walls then were done. They were down. And my, and the guy, he goes, you ever think about going to AA meetings? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, everything's like, yeah, let's go. You know. Wow. So from then on, like, I'm going to AA meetings, and and uh, I'm getting what a semblance of a life back together, you know, but, like, they always teach us in the rooms, you know, it's cunning, baffling, and powerful. And 19 months of sobriety, I'm dating this beautiful woman, and money in my pocket, I buy my own car cash, I'm living in a better place, and I drink wine with her again. And the following week, I'm drinking a half a handle of whiskey. We're breaking up, and that was just so I could go to sleep. Wow, that's how dangerous this thing is. So, I was for God, God's grace is only was out of the rooms for five months, not five years. You know, yeah, yeah. And I did enough chaos to go, okay, this I I I get it. (laughs) Okay, this doesn't work. So. Um, you know, March, March 15th, which is the eyes of March for anybody who knows their Shakespeare, <laughs> uh, and, uh, March, March uh, 15th, I, uh, 2016, I go back into rooms of AA and, um, you know, that was, uh, that really solidified new path of life that, um, God, you know, has been showing me. Wow. And, and then that everything just started going from there. Yeah. Like my acting career just flew up until the shutdown. That's what I was doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I was just acting. You wow. Know? Um, I didn't have to do the odd bar jobs and all that. Yeah. I was living the dream. I was doing like five auditions in a day and, you know, just doing all those amazing things that you always dream about doing yeah, as yeah. an actor. And they shut us down. And, you know, being from the Chicago area and, and watching since 2010, then purposely turned the South side into a war zone. Yeah. Yeah. My mom had moved down to the South side and the summer of love was going on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they were shooting, a lot of people and I, and I found out Through a friend of mine uh, Who used to be A big time you know, Gangbanger here in, in South Central A lot of those Those kids That were being murdered In Chicago Were child support murders Because what? Child support oh, murders Oh wow Because they were doing That same thing out here Back in the 90s Wow and you look at the system that's been set up to, you know, especially in the back community, but the welfare Jeez, system, Louise. have the kid, the dad goes on the paperwork, and now whether he knows or cares or wants to, the state will take the money they give you from him. If he can't pay, he goes to jail. Right. And we know if men aren't around their kids for f- in the first five years, they they don't have the connection. So it becomes a $1,200 a month bill. If you could pay some some kid who doesn't go to school anyway 200 bucks to go take care of this problem, wow. you just dealt with it. So, around the corner from my mom's uh, apartment, a uh, six-month-old was shot in the stroller. It was, like, about, I want to oh say maybe 11 o'clock. Oh, my gosh. And I told her, you got to get out of there. And, and and these rioters are going around, and people in the, in the entertainment industry were putting together, um, putting together like, a- accounts to be able to bail people out, funds to be able to bail these criminals out that are yep. destroying right. small businesses. Yep. You know, killing uh, uh retired captain David Dorn trying to defend the store. Yep. And they're paying for this. And I'm like, this is the industry I'm in. Wow. And I don't want to say I'm a Trump supporter or conservative for the last four years because I'm afraid I won't work. Right. Wow. It, it, uh, it, 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 um, it didn't add up anymore. Yeah. You know, and, uh, me and my best friend who was living with me at the time and, I was fortunate enough to have my godson's living there, too. He's like, he's like, hey, uh, we're, we're arguing. We debate about stuff, even though we're on the same side. You know, we're like, yeah, iron yeah, sharpens yeah. iron. And we're arguing about, he goes, I don't see people in the streets. I go, people are in the streets. They're mad. He goes, I don't see it. Next day, he goes, you want to go to this uh, recall event? I go, yeah, I want to go to this recall event. <laughs> we go down to a recall event in Long Beach, and we go down with this, like, we come up with this list of, gavin newsom's top 10 you know greatest hits right <laughs> and as we get down there we're handing it out to people who are signing and then you know one of the ladies there gives me a microphone i was like do you want to talk about it? i was like and i just i just start going down the, the statistics i'm like he's releasing 150,000 criminals where do you think they're gonna be you know uh he's making it harder for us to live like to shut us down we don't need to be sh- all this stuff right and i'm just shaking <laughs> and that energy is in me and Next week, we go to Huntington Beach. Next week, we start going to the Beverly Hills Rally, like the first day we were there. Wow. We marched down the street of Rodeo Drive, and I'm just going off again about stats. Joe Biden says this, that, and the other. And Matt, that's when I first met Magahawk. Yeah. yeah, And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I yeah, go around. Right, we, yeah. we, Yeah. Stephen, we hit the corner and I'm just like shaking. He's like, dude, good job. I'm like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and we're coming back up. And this is like when you start really seeing the vitriol of uh, these people, because as we're coming up on the store, Gucci Couture, um, a sales clerk who happened to be a black woman opens the door as I'm walking by. Hands cuffed and yells, coon. And I go, er. wow. I'm like, what was that? And she said, frozen, everybody stopped. Like, what'd she say? What'd she say? I go, tell him what you said. Tell him what you said. And she's like, I'm like, tell him what you said. If you're so brave, please. Wow. And behind, standing behind her was like an Asian woman. And I thought to myself, huh, I wonder if you had a son. Would you want some black lady doing that in front of any other race? Because wow. that's how they, you know, don't do this in front of other yeah, races. Yeah. Right. She finally said it. And I was like, there you go. And I walked off. And at that event. I met this one lady who started going, she was like, I'm recording people and I'm like, Hey, why are you out here? She's a beautiful blonde lady has like a ring, the size of, you know, some people's big toenail. Like it was amazing. And <laughs> she's standing, there, she goes, I'm standing here. Cause the kids need to get back in school. And then she starts getting emotional. Like she's going to cry. She goes, cause my kids will be fine. I have, I can get tutors, but it's the kids in those poor neighborhoods. They need and she starts, and I'm sitting here in Beverly Hills going like, there's it's just so much more the heart of the hum, human human yeah, being yeah, especially yeah. those that are close to god is next level stuff yeah yeah it's next level stuff It's cool so i went all in you know i started doing more rallies beverly hills every week did you know confronted a or there I kind of you know threw it in his face i'm like yo what's up with all these deaths in chicago we don't say anything about yep that's right um then you know i come i i uh get a ticket for doing a recall event in West Hollywood just for being out. Cause I was the mask ordinance to give me a $300 My ticket. Goodness. I come to find out that March of 2021, that back in September, um, September, I got uh, uh, I was on the Secretary of State's censored list uh, uh, for uh, social media. So <laughs> she had me on a list with like me and like a butt like of course Trump and PragerU and all these guys. Wow. A, of 540 pages that Judicial Watch found out in their uh, yep. Freedom of Information Act, I'm on page 24, like, <laughs> and, and it's a picture of me doing the recall of Gavin Newsom, who she, who the Secretary of State at the time works for. Wow, conflict unreal. of interest, right? Yep. But the cool thing, then, you know, you have all these things like I went to D.C. on the 6th and like I got raided by the FBI on June 10th. Like they came in my home, just like a lot of people have heard. And, you know, Nick Cersei's movie Capital Punishment talks about um, going through all that. But it takes it took me back to the first day I ever came to Godspeak, which was like November of 2020. And I wasn't going to church much. Uh, I was like, I believed in God for, you know, my recovery. God was important that I, I needed a yep. higher power, but I wasn't like in the, you know, in the, in the church and my buddy, my best friend, he was like, yo, you want to go to this church? Uh, you know, apparently they got, people were messing with them and all this, that, and the other. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's go. I was like, we're going to go that, or we're going to go to Chino Hills to see Charlie yeah. Kirk actually. Yeah, <laughs> that nice, nice. yeah, yeah, And I go, he goes, yeah, we should go do that. And, and he goes, but just to, to be, you know, clear, like sheriffs, they say to me, give out tickets. And I go, I'm thinking to myself, damn, I don't want a ticket. <laughs> I don't want a citation. I already got one. And so, so then, uh, I thought to myself, okay, this is an easy one. I go, Hey man, what do you think Jesus would do? He was like, go to that church. I'm like, damn it. All right. Well. <laughs> so we only came here, not because of me, That's because awesome. it's like God would do it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're here and I'm debating somebody outside about It's not your business. Then get the heck so out. This was let them, 2020. Right? This was 2020. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, I w- I'm walking in through the backside, and this older lady, this older white lady from Arizona, she she told me she goes, I just you know drove in today because God told me to come here for a reason. So she's walking in behind me because we didn't know it's my first time here. We end up sitting in the outside area. I'm sitting next to my friend and her because she didn't know anybody. After the sur- after the service, she opens up Ephesians uh uh six uh, verse verse I want to say ten, uh, armor of God or from thing of flip, but I'm not yeah, great yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And so she starts, she goes, she opens her Bible. She goes, and open yours to here. She goes, you, right here, you're going to need, find somebody who knows the Bible. You're going to need this. She goes, you're going to need this. This is before I knew that I was being censored. This is before I got a ticket for doing, uh, um, you know, for doing a recall in West Hollywood, before I got raided, before, like, you know, I got all this stuff on social media. Right. She was telling me what I'm going to need. Wow. And to come back, and I'm looking at this, I remember after the raid and going, oh, that's why she drove in from Arizona. Wow, you know, and it, it's just it it's just been amazing from there. And I know some people ask. I've never been arrested. I didn't get arrested, and I wasn't charged. And I'm actually suing the FBI now for uh, violating my fourth, my first fourth and fourteenth amendments. Oh, good so, for you, dude. Yeah, that's it's, awesome. God is is working in my life, yeah, my yeah. friend. And, yeah, um, that's he, amazing, man. Good you for know, you. <laughs> I'm not a guy with a lot of means, but God has provided me. Uh, my life with opportunities and situations that were the kind of things as a kid, I was like, well, you need to be in certain like tax brackets just yeah, to yeah. even try this type right. of thing. Yeah. That's and right. yet here we, here we yeah. are. You yeah. Know? yeah. So that's awesome, yeah. dude. It's been, it's been, it's been amazing. That's wonderful. It's been amazing. And now yeah. you're running for,
0: uh, for California assembly. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that in a little bit, but, um, th- this, uh, so, you know, this is a pro life podcast. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, oh, yeah. We, we talk about a lot of issues because so many things kind of relate, but, you know, the focus is um, waking up the church to end abortion yes. and contending against the culture of death. Uh, and through and that means through politics as well, of course. Um, to end abortion, to protect every unborn child, and to make it illegal at the federal level. And so, you know, with Roe v. Wade getting overturned, wonderful victory, yeah. absolutely incredible, <laughs> just Unprecedented. The and nobody, yes, exactly, nobody could have predicted it, but it's just the beginning. Yeah. And so, but you know, they say about one in four women have had an abortion. <laughs> Um, might be greater than that, yeah. and this issue impacts everyone, whether they've had an abortion or not. Everyone knows people who have arranged abortions, paid for abortions, pressured abortions, stood by and was silent when they should have said something. But the people that we rarely talk about are the men, mm-hmm. and of course, I have to justify my career all the time. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. You're not a man. Yeah. Shut up. You know. <laughs> yeah. And to which I say, like, well, that's a dangerous thing to assume in the age of Bruce Jenner. I'm just saying. You know, like, the I. What I women on the planet yeah, that yeah. said that <laughs> yeah it was on the
1: ESPN's cover You're like yep what am I so, to say I about mean, a this is just the la la land of secular yeah. progressivism. Oh, like, it's you know, crazy. I don't, you fall know, for you, it anymore. you
0: don't get to, uh, you can't assume someone's gender. Yeah. If a man wants to compete against women, but you can assume someone's gender if they're a pro life male speaker, in yes. which case they need to shut up. Yes. And and, I, it's all, and that's <laughs> when they know what a woman, a woman is, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah so I mean, all of a sudden it comes back. But it's now, crazy. of course, you're to the left, you're even worse. Yeah. Because I'm black. you're a man and you're black. Yeah. I should want to kill all my people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you're a traitor to your own race But then, of of course, they I attack want more. pro-life women. What do they say yeah. to pro-life women? You're oh. a traitor to your oh. own gender. Yeah. It's unreal. So anyways. It's um, crazy. All that being said, the, the the thing we don't talk about the most generally in the abortion conversations is actually the fathers. Hmm. Uh, there was a, uh, a poll done, research done by the Guttmacher Institute which is a Planned Parenthood Statistical Research Branch. Mm-hmm. So the Guttmacher Institute, that's named after Alan Guttmacher, the former president of Planned Parenthood from the 70s. Okay, So that's who the Guttmacher Institute is. They, German, they huh? did research on, uh, I think it was from 2007. I can pull it up. It's very uh, easily available online. It's called Reasons U.S. Women Have Abortions. And so uh, among those reasons, uh, some of the most predominant ones were the Isiaka, um, was afraid that it would... Um, intervene it would interfere with ability to work or make money was uh they were having relationship problems Hmm. um they were um being pressured by the man to abort or they were afraid they wouldn't be able to finish school and be able to get a job Uh, these were some of the most dominant reasons that were given the highest percentage reasons that were given you'll notice a common denominator there is the man yeah and if the man would step up and say yes I'll take three jobs if if I need to, I'm going to protect that child. And, and, and you, you don't need to worry about a thing, baby, right? If men position themselves that way, Mm -hmm. most abortions wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Most women would say, wow, I have someone with me. They're promising to walk with me, to provide for me, to protect me, to cover me. But most men are silent. Yes. Scared. They're not silent. They're pressuring the abortion. Mm. So either they're like, "Hey, whatever you choose, I'm out." Hey, whatever you choose, or they're, at, or worse, they're saying, "You're gonna kill this. You're gonna yeah. get this abortion." Uh, and and then and then of course now we have generations of of post abortive men for whom abortion has also destroyed their life. Yes. But we generally just talk about the women, yep. but, but to and pretend, barely talk
1: about the women who have been hurt through this. Yeah. They that's don't right. want to even talk about like them. abortion
0: doesn't negatively impact the fathers is, is foolish. Of course it does. So <sighs> anyways, I wanted you to share a little bit about your story on this, because I think it's the one topic that gets the least discussed.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and it's, it, and it's the, that's the most tragic because it's actually the men that we need the most on this issue. Yeah. If men would wake up, not only could we save Western civilization, but, but in general so yeah. we, we could end this great hall
1: seriously classes. i mean it, it what do they say strong men uh build great nations so, and strong
0: t- yes yeah, so, so weak men create hard times hard, hard times, times create strong men strong, strong men create is, good times good, good times create so weak we can, men and there you go and there we and go, go. Yeah. And, and
1: and that's where we are you know um for me and I, again at the time and how i grew up um i i had and i i had my first abortion um when i was 18 and um uh so senior year of high school senior, uh this was this was uh basically um right between yeah between so it was like the end of of high yeah. school and then going into college and i but i didn't find out from her i found out like whoa probably six months later because then she just kind of she was going out to she was coming out to california for an internship and uh Never knew. I didn't know until I ran into a friend of our a mutual friend that we went to high school with in no. Iowa. And I was like, hey, you know, where's, I haven't I heard from her for a while. And she's like, didn't you hear? I was like, what are you talking about? And and uh, we're at a friend, we're at a party and she pulls Whoa. me out to the balcony and it's like, yeah, you know, she told me, uh, you know, she had an abortion. And um, it was weird because. How did that hit you at 18? Because. It, 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 because it was already done, and I didn't get a chance to even like think about it. And then, from kind of the world you're around, you're, which of you're, course
0: is its own injustice, of course, to not of to course. not even know as the father,
1: and not even and even after we kind of became friends again, like it never was talked about. Yeah, too painful usually. But uh, yeah, because I because now years later we got in contact, and you know it's yeah she's achieved a lot. Right, but it but won't cost, it, yeah. it, I mean, I don't even want to get into her in that sense cause that's not fair to speak about her like that too, for too long, but there's sadness there. And, you know, I just felt like, well, I guess I can say, I don't have to worry about my future, you know, cause that's what you're told. Your yep. future is going to be over. And yep. I was like, well, guess I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And then that was just it. And then you're done, but yet you're not done because it's in your head and you can push it out. Drinking and other women. Yeah. Right. For me. Uh, and that put me into when I was 24, before I moved out here, I was with a girl, wasn't serious, caught up in that life, you know, bar hopping all the time, drugs. And that was another situation where another mutual friend told me where I didn't. Again. Again. Oh, I, my God. He was yeah. like, and he told me, this is just when I, how callous that it has become. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She told me she, yeah. I was like, what? Bar he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She told me we're hanging out drinking and she told me she didn't. I was like, that's something. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, and that's 2004. First one was uh, 2000 uh, or 1998. Wow. So I could have like a 22 year old right now. Wow. You know, I can have a little a homie that we've gone through stuff together. Um, you know, and it just, I can have a 17 year old kid right now. Yep. And the last one was at 27, a coworker. And, you know, it was, it was crazy chaotic, but we loved each other. And um, when it happened, our our the people we work with our support system all were saying get it including a um wow. 50 year old plus married couple some friends huh i mean they were like do this you're too young you're not ready Do the da, 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 da. so we split it and um you know fortunate for her i found out years later she ended up having a daughter so good for her you know but you look at those three things and you're just like with my godsons, they lived with me for two years Right. And we homeschooled one of them for, for that year and oh, a half, wow. two years she was there. What I'm willing to do for them, and they're not even my blood. Right. And um, right. you mentioned it is. it's imperative. It's imperative. Like, it's not like we must and kind of know. It's imperative. Because I've seen moms out there that men stop being quiet those are babies that's right at the end of the day those are they it's not black lives matter where some adult made a decision and another adult made a decision it's not like it's not even women's rights where two adults are making decisions these are people who can't speak for themselves yep these are people who want an opportunity to live these are people who start having a heartbeat you know within the first month these are people who start feeling pain and joy and play and playing yep they just don't have a phone in their yeah. hands yet. Yeah. So they don't will recognize their father's voice
0: except at the moment of birth and their mother's voice. Uh, because they know. And when not just that, this. but their mother's presence. There's been studies on this. You hand, really? a, you hand a newborn and you lay her on uh, another woman's chest uh-huh. who recently had a baby at the hospital. And that baby very well may freak out. Really? Now, why?
1: Well, yeah, because right. they've been I, in there. I
0: thought it was just, I thought it wasn't a person. I thought it was just a blob of tissue, uh, or it was a human but not a person. Oh, wait, that's what Democrats said about black people in the 1950s, yeah. humans right. but not persons, whatever. One-fifth. Right? Uh, <laughs> no. and, 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 and there's nothing that's fundamental or intrinsic to biology, because real people are not bodies. That's why a man can be a woman, and it's, a woman it's just a man. pound of flesh. Mm-hmm. And then it starts some sort of emotional connection with the mother after birth. No, this is all BS. We've yeah. known this. No science has ever showed otherwise. Um, and, and... Uh, Anyways, well, so <laughs> no, but that's why that
1: briefing, uh, what uh, Alito wrote was so important because yep. we got to see their lives just in, 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 a, in a court filing. That's a It's such a there's a reason why this country is great and how it is, yep. because there's such a, a, a importance on making sure we get it down, we get it locked in and try because we're humans. So we're, we're infallible. We're going to make mistakes. And the founders, it was so amazing as I've learned about really learned about the Constitution. And starting to learn about, you know, learn about uh, the Bible. We've been built to be free, but we have weaknesses in ourselves. Yep. We have weaknesses that they exploit in the sense, calling it humanism, that right. we can be and do whatever we want. But it says in there, God made you perfect. Yep. So if God, if if uh, they're saying no, you can be whatever you want, and then pushing down them, but just because you may like a, a pink shirt, <laughs> that means you're a female now. Right, 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 Back right. in the '90s, that meant you're gay. <laughs> And that was the right, same right, marketing right, right. system that they used. They right, use the right. same. That's the one thing that I noticed, too, that really hit me. I was like, hmm. they're using the same marketing system they use for, uh, the you know, whether it's what people want to call the gay agenda. I don't know what you want to call it, but in order to push that uh, homosexuality was so normalized right, within right. groups. And you're like, that number isn't that high. And most people don't know about it. Like, First of all, kids aren't thinking that way at yep. eight years old. They're yep. not. That's right. So now you shift it over to the trans movement, and it's the exact same marketing. It's in their soul. You can't, you can't question who they are. They know it when they're really young. <laughs> Why do you care what goes on in the back of my room anyway? Right, it's the right, same right. statement. It's yeah. literally the same script. That's right, yeah. A- yeah. And it baffles me. Well and we said. we have to, we have a script too. The difference is, again, it's truth. Yep. And now we have, I think we're in a very fortunate time. We're not 70 and like you saw that old vet who was crying. Yep. I'm sure he feels like he can't do anything. Right. Right? We're at an age where we have to as men. That's right. And and to, to watch, we watch and we see what's going on. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, now it's time for us, for me to run, go in there, for Cole to run, for Patrick Gibson to get in there, for uh, Barry Jacobson, for Lori, Lori Mills. People are getting in there because this. we moved far away from the Constitution, not just our uh, elected officials, but us as citizens. Yeah, yeah. We got, oh, well, somebody else. I'm not going to run because it's too corrupt. All right, then what the hell do we, <laughs> sorry, yeah. like, what do we expect yeah, to happen? Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so yeah. I, I, I that's why I chose. I'm like, I am going to put it all out there because. Yeah. Well, I'm glad what you is reached acting? your line
0: because many people still have not. Mm-hmm. And it's shocking that some people still have not with you, you know, Bills pushing to use California California taxpayer dollars to pay for the babysitting of perhaps Arizona women who come to California wow. to kill their children. Wow! So you're all this money and though. their travel expenses and their abortion. All this money. So children matter enough to have state funded babysitting while their mother kills their child, but children don't matter enough to, I guess, not be killed yeah, in the womb. I, I mean, I like this understand. sounds like I'm I'm pitching some di- like dystopic. Uh, like novel like that takes place 200 years from now yeah. but it's like th- that's just that's one right example now. but all this stuff is happening right, Yet right now. now they're pushing for fourth trimester abortions yes. AB twenty two twenty three. Yep. make sure that women and abortionists can't be charged for miscarriage abortions or perinatal death oh yes. wait the term perinatal refers to up to 28 days after birth yep. I mean like it's just so which unreal which starts and so six months in I'm glad you've reached your line <laughs> yep. but um, I want you to talk as we wind down Siak so I want you to talk a little bit about your experience being coming out as this bold pro-life voice and conservative voice, Christian voice. Um, in North Hollywood, <laughs> as a black man, like t- just talk a little bit about your experience. I mean, you actually were just at a pro life rally yeah. in Santa Monica, Santa Monica a few yeah. days ago. I mean, so t- share some of that. Share some about your experience in general, and then I want you to talk about your race um, because I think it's important for people to hear this perspective mm. because the main perspective and narrative th- th- that we hear, of course, <laughs> is that is that black people are all for Black Lives Matter, yes. all oh, for God, abortion. No. Yeah, they're 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 oh, they're man. basically all campaigning for Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, like, yeah, but the, you yeah. know, these, this could never be further from the truth, yeah. actually. But you, we don't hear the other side enough.
1: Well, you know, uh, and thank you for for that, because uh, people like Kanye West, people love him or hate him. He did an uh, uh, interview in Esquire where he talks about this. Yeah, There yeah, is a that. terrorism that is done towards black folks from black people and from uh, white liberals yeah. that tell you who you can and can't be. That's right. just a fact. Yep, The president that they just voted for said... I'm not the skin color if I don't vote for him. If you
0: can't figure out if you're for me or Trump. Yeah, that's right. that's, That's right. Ain't black. black, and ain't
1: because I can't say because you are not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because then that's not black. Yeah, that's yeah. not black. He said that to Charlemagne. I Charlemagne think. the God, yeah, yeah. And that's a whole nother. Ugh, Which is crazy. Whole nother... Isn't
0: that a crazy thing to say? He didn't say if you vote for Trump. He said if you can't Can even figure fig- out, like you're still weighing your options, like then you're listen, not black. Like listen, dummy, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is what you do here. Yeah. Yeah. This and is and course, what this is the same Joe Biden who said when running oh against Mitt God. Romney, he said they're going to put y'all back in chains. I mean, like, and then about Obama, he said you had the first clean,
1: articulate, black man. It's like, and then of course. You're, you're working for the guy, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What but if doing? you're pro
0: life, then they go, Racist, racist. It's like, wait, 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 wait. I want to protect black babies in the woman, I'm a racist. Who? But the guy who says Republicans want to put you back in chains, <laughs> the guy who's not black if you're a Republican, the he's guy, just what? It, what? How does that work? <laughs> no, the
1: guy who literally and we've seen the videos going around where he's he crafted an 84 crime bill that, yeah, that's right, that put people in jail for crack cocaine use twice as much and harsher than those who had, uh, um, just cocaine which happened to be a poor problem, which poor problems are more in these certain areas. So it's like, this is what this guy's doing. As for me, I did the PragerU video, which is called Stories of Us. Yeah, And I I talked about the stuff going on in in Hollywood. And, uh, you know, being uh, outspoken, which they you're 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 brave and bold. And yes, queen, when you're doing it and saying that <laughs> some guy touched you and BLM and kill all the babies. Everyone's like, yeah, Yay, yeah right, that's right, brave. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then I come out and say and I have man. One of the earliest things I got on Instagram was somebody saying as a guy from college that I went to school with and these other guys come in and one guy's like, does he forget that he's actually African, that he's Liberian, that he's African? Like, there what you is he go. doing? And I'm like, to one guy, I'm like, before you talk, where's that $50 you owe from the, uh, from the fantasy football league four years ago you never paid? So don't open your mouth. Everybody's got skeletons, brother. You know, like, calm down. And um, and so that was just like a light thing. But like the vitriol, like your mom's a this, that. She should have aborted you. You're a, you know... Monkey coon, da, 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 anything wow. you can, any wild way you can think about it, they yeah. sent it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do something great because I put on my stories, tag and They're put good, it up. Good, I'm like, yeah, hey, I figured check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. now with the industry, uh, I stopped getting auditions. Yeah, wow. My manager of six years, uh, she at least was kind enough to write me an email, which was saying, oh, because of cutting stuff down and wow, moving on. But mind you, so you
0: immediately started feeling the repercussions. oh, yeah. yeah, oh,
1: yeah, and it was like. Wow. My my agent at the time didn't even contact me. I got we have this uh, uh, website called Actors Access, which you you know can submit for work. Okay. And I just got a form email. Ding. You're not with so and so anymore. I'm wow. like, what? And that was it. And I'm so I
0: appreciate you saying all this because like yeah. some people don't understand how real cancel culture is. Oh, yeah. Like there there's a reason why it's called culture. Yeah, because it literally is yeah. a culture. Yeah of canceling I mean, they people go, who are gone from the regime yeah. they go
1: out their way i got there was a guy from the rooms of aa that reached out to me to tell me how much of a fool i was we're all laughing at you and stop playing. stop shucking and jiving for for the white man and he's a white wow. guy dating a black girl <laughs> and he's in a room of a where you're not supposed to be you know uh, uh judgmental of each other right right right. there you go finds me on instagram to tell me all this stuff because wow. i'm not eddie's from chicago i'm not subscribing to this so i'm like yep. we're killing each other in chicago and you're worried about me yeah. taking a stand for pro america yeah that's right yeah. like wow, it, well, they have no you. they there is no shame on any or uh, you know from any uh one in that side But more importantly than the stuff that they've done, because those cancellations happened, and I'll be honest with you, once, like I said, that summer, I made a decision like, all right, I'm going to be loud. Yeah. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. So I kind of let go of really feeling bad about it. But what hurt the most wasn't the industry. It was family and friends that you believe know you. Whoa. Um, People that, that you've known you know, from day one of being out here. Wow, People you've known since you were seven years Friends old. Friends and family, huh? Turning Friends and family. Too. Turn their back on you. You know, and they're, wow. on, I'm out. You don't want to know anything. And then when I got raided, brother. <laughs> like. Nothing, huh? I mean, the best thing I ever got was one, one, one surrogate cousin. We talked and he, first thing he says, is like, I just want to apologize for not reaching out. Dang. And I go, hey, man, thank you for just saying that. Yeah. Because that's wow. all, that's all you want. Yeah. You don't want to sit there and feel like you're on a, you're on an island. That's yep. a whole cancel culture, right? Yep. Sorry, I get emotional about it because yep. it's like, you know, you believe you've you've gained some type of relationship with people over time wow. and going through ups and downs. Well, scripture talks about wear. that, right? Turn yeah. p- brother will turn against
0: brother. Yeah. You know, yeah, daughter against mother, friend <laughs> against friend, like you know, and and it, it it just for standing for something that would have far from being controversial would have been taken
1: as the norm, the normal position. Fifty years ago, fifty six years ago, yeah, people who are alive today. It would have been normal for them back then, but now I'm, and you, and and most God-fearing people are are somehow the problem. Yep, yep. But Seth, honestly, man, and I said this to uh, my fiance the other day, the people that have come into my life that have filled this void. Yeah, that's right. It actually shows me the truth of, like, how I should be moving for companions in my life anyway.
0: Yep. When you stand for truth and you do so unapologetically, you always find new friends. And, and, and new solid, family
1: people who actually support you. Solid. I can yeah. send people stuff. We can go through our issues. And yep. it's like, it's not over. Like, in Hollywood, it's be careful of how you even breathe because you may not get another chance to get back in the room to maybe yeah. audition for a role. to but maybe no, get but the see,
0: could, they're tolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, can't you
1: tell? <laughs> My story tells it all, right? No. So it's just, so so.
0: Talk about um, you starting to speak on pro life, and then your campaign, and then and then we'll, yeah. we'll say goodbye. But but you, uh, yeah, it was awesome. You you were um, you were bravely speaking out and praying with us uh, mm. for our prayer walk outside the Ventura Planned Parent And then you went down to an event, a pro life event in Santa Monica, and you were on a megaphone. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I, I think yeah. I saw a, a clip of it or something. Yeah. Some angry white woman was yeah. was yelling at a very peaceful black man. Uh, there was huh. a time when that would have been called racism but i guess but not when
1: she she was just not i was gonna say she was missing the gorilla mask but that wouldn't have i mean like literally
0: screaming like (laughs) it looked like
1: she was legion
0: yeah i mean it was like gnarly. yeah no you
1: what were you saying that's the thing saying what
0: what caused her to lose her well i was
1: i first of all just talking because she was saying screaming you don't have a uterus you can't speak and I basically was I was pointing out just the pain that a lot of because there was another four or five group of girls, probably like 18 to 20 who were there screaming at us, too. Yeah. And I was just pointing out, like, look at the pain, guys. It's yeah. like, this is why we need to fight. Not just because they're going to kill, but look at the pain that they're in. Yeah. She's screaming at me. And Seth, I thought about this days later, the the octave and how she was screaming was not natural, bro. And I'm not saying, oh, it was a demon. I don't know. But yeah. I do know it was coming from this place that yeah. you can only say, well, if she was in a position where someone was trying to kill her, yeah, it would sound totally like totally demonic, yeah. It was a whole different thing. The church
0: doesn't understand that, and they certainly don't treat it. They certainly they don't, don't treat it yeah. or respond to it like it's demonic. They always talk about spiritual warfare. There's spirit fire of war is not get against flesh it. and blood. It's against the spiritual principalities yeah. and authorities in the heavenly <laughs> realm. And, the, and then it's like, dude, here's Moloch manifesting yeah. in your <laughs> yes. city. Yes. What do, do you do? This is the spirit of Moloch yes. manifesting in your city. And you go, we're not political. Then you don't care about
1: spiritual warfare, at all because political that's the law that we're gonna live under yeah, yeah, yeah right and so she's out there but they were screaming and it didn't matter because i just told part of the story i told you here um why it's important for us especially young men to step up for this for this fight because we're losing us the fact that the black population has been stagnant since 1973 well, yes yes black you know, america has been way under replacement rate for, oh, yeah. For some time. And, for f- and, 50 years almost. You know,
0: our, our pastor Rob McCoy put it in a way I'd never heard before mm. the other day in his sermon right after the fall of Roe. And he said in uh, he said something like in 30 years, you're going to have to go to the Smithsonian to see a black person. <laughs> and that's always been the agenda, bro. Yeah, I know. That's that was Sanger's agenda. Wow. That was Lothrop wow. Stoddard's agenda. That was Madison Grant's agenda. Wow. That was, uh, Al- well, Alfred Kinsey was a racist too. But I mean, all these, I call them pontiffs of progressivism. Mm-hmm. But uh, these eugenicists, yes. racist uh, the people <laughs> who have crafted sex ed, which yep. is today's just pornography and an educational, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which they pass, yeah, they pass uh, all that sexualized young people. Uh, but Sanger, specifically, her organization was called the American Birth Control League before it was renamed Planned Parenthood. One of her board members, I just shared this at the church I preached at on, on Sunday, Siaga. Wow. And you, you probably know this, but you know, for those who don't, I'll say it anyways. Lothrop Stoddard was a board member of the American Birth Control League. Lothrop Stoddard um, had done a tour. In Germany, in the early 1940s, interviewing people like Heinrich Himmler, oh, including yeah. Hitler himself, who was yeah. given a wonderful, beautiful preferential treatment. He wrote a book called um, the, the The Rising Tide of Color Against White World Supremacy. That's the title of Lothrop wow. Stoddard's book, Ber- wow. The wow. Rising Tide of Color Against White World Supremacy. He was on the board of the American Birth Control League, later renamed Planned Parenthood. Sanger invited Lothrop Stoddard to speak at a population conference in New York before it was renamed Planned Parenthood. Lothrop Stoddard had already run a concentration camp in German-controlled Southwest Africa, where he had starved, experimented on, and murdered Native Africans. Knowing this, Sanger invites him to speak at her population conference and later makes him a board member. I, I, could, I could go down other people, but that's one example of not just Sanger's friends and allies, but her freaking board members. Wow. And his book was one of the books, along with Madison Grant's book, also a Sanger ally, named uh, The Passing of the Great Race. Mm. These are two books that Hitler was reading in jail after his failed... Coup attempt you know, in Munich. Wrote, uh-huh. yeah. Uh huh. And he wrote fan mail to Madison Grant, another American eugenicist, and specifically he called Madison Grant's book "quote his Bible," and much of the ideas of American eugenicists were used to craft Nazi eugenic legislation what? in Germany by Hitler. And most of those figures in America that contributed to Hitler's agenda and his his legislative agenda um, were allies, friends, or board members for Margaret Sanger. Wow. So that's just a very wow. quick history of, of wow. this. So, like this, th- my point is this wow. it's actually all the same agenda. Yeah, yep. It's, it's the always Sanger been. agenda yeah. is still here. Yep. You survived Sanger, but her goal is that no more black mm-hmm. people yes. would. Wow. And she once said that the goal of her Negro project was the quote, gradual suppression, elimination and eventual extinction of defective stocks, those human weeds, which threatened the blossoming of the finest flowers of American civilization. And when she said human weed, Siaka, she was referring to black, black people and the mentally and physically it, disabled. Yeah, disabled. She didn't like them reproducing. Right. And that's eugenicism, yep. right? And so so this is the history of this. Wow. And so for you as a black man to, to get off the Democrats' plantation and stand for life <laughs> wow. and stand for liberty and stand for the flourishing of the black fact, we race need, by we standing need against to. abortion should not just be a brave and courageous act. It should actually be the normal, response to the culture of death. But far from it being the normal, you're castigated as the black face of white supremacy (laughs) and Uncle Tom Coon don't forget. Because from. you're doing the most basic thing possible. Yeah. Um, and so you know, it's it's just wild to frame this, like that's and so that's why I'm so proud of what you're doing. And now and now you're running for California Assembly. Well, that's and you know what? If we're gonna play this stupid race conversation, which I hate because I don't care about skin color, but if we're gonna play that freaking game, then at least let's own them at their yeah, own game. Yeah, let's and, own it. And let's get brave, let's godly, go. pro-life black men and women in positions well, of political. Power, you know, and stick a big bird back <laughs> into the faith of, of the I secular mean, progressive culture, and say, "Hey, Black Lives Matter." Right. Lives, well, this is just
1: like they did with the Hispanic lady that won down in Texas. Yeah. Right. You saw how they yep. were. They were like, Nyeh! like yeah, they. Oh, they want. They, oh, they didn't want yep. to celebrate so it. So at tell all. us about your race. And that's that's one of the reasons why I'm running is actually because of AB two 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 three. Good. Because I saw what they were doing around the country in Colorado, uh, DC, Virginia, yep. uh, Maine, and two 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 three. 866, you know, giving uh, the kids that uh, medical autonomy from their parents. Yeah. yeah. Uh, testing kids weekly. All these bills that they were using to come after the children. And then, not to mention the bill yep. that passed in 2020. 20- always they, go after the kids. Always after the kids. When they lowered the the basically yes, twelve would, year olds can get an abortion in California or, or, now without parental consent exactly. and charge
0: it to their parents' insurance plan, and the insurance company can't tell the parents. they can't tell the parents again. The I'm not records. I'm not pitching you a dystopian novel for twenty two hundred. This <laughs> no, is this happening is in California. Right now, in right now. California. Yep. And the facts that you these can't legislators, get Advil or go on a field trip without parental consent. It's a twelve year old in but, California, but you can kill your child, yeah. your parents'
1: grandchild. Well, and, uh, and that's again that's why hey, it's just follow the science, out Yaka.
0: It's just science.
1: Man. just science. There's this is clump of cells. <laughs> this is this clump of cells you can wipe it (laughs) off we're done you know but that's why i want to run that's why i am running i'm there because i'm like i I, and i look at uh, my opponent uh luz Luz revis she voted for the last four years up and down exactly with the left yeah of course and we have a super majority yep and and this is one something that's very important to me i want to share with the people watching is that if we never fight in areas if people are saying an area is too blue or whatever to try we got to look at what the left's done. They've never gone into an area and says too red. Dude, that's dry. right, exactly. They've right, never done that, right? You're right. Exactly. And they sit there, and we have. Yeah, they don't uh, care. Georgia is what now? Blue. They don't now, care blue? if the odds are against them. Not at all. You're exactly right. So we need to learn from the left. They just try over and over and over and over again. Beto
0: O'Rourke, Stacey
1: Abrams, over. They lose and they
0: lose and they lose and they just go run again. But
1: but we sit there and we say, well, L.A. is too blue. Yeah. The people in my district are pissed off, man. Yeah. (laughs) Like they're angry, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And I go and I I did a community uh, event where I just was talking about the bills. That's all I was doing. Yep. And people were like, what? Sharing information. What? 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 I'm like, yeah, this is what they're bringing to you. Yeah, The normal people are not on board with it. So if we can't look in there and whether it's like we need our, our, uh, you know, Zuckerberg's and Soros is pumping money into this, because if if we're playing, I look at it as a sports team. Right now, they put all their money into good or bad over and over and over in order to, they go, we're going to crack this wall one way or the other. On the other side, doesn't. So we we're cave, gonna yeah. we're gonna be on the field. They yeah, got all the corporate new America is now just woke America. Yeah, and, and now if, they're getting if that corporate money,
0: America with with rich Christians or rich patriots in it don't start caring as much about their good yes, beliefs as yes. the other side does about their bad, bad beliefs, beliefs exactly. then we're never gonna win. Exactly. So tell so tell us your website. Again, yes. North Hollywood, guys. North Hollywood Unreal. So,
1: Unreal. Just, so just, I mean, so, gosh, you need LA to win LA County, LA yep. County. So it's District 43, that's Pacoima, Silmar, Panorama City, uh Sun Valley, Mission Hills, uh, North Hill hills and san fernando uh and you can go to my website at siaka for for assembly.com we need funding i uh, need to be able to get flyers and we're working against the incumbent machine but I, I guarantee you people in that district, like everywhere else, are upset and they're looking for something different. Let's Great. help me uh, get that, that message out there. Yeah, yeah. Amen.
0: That's awesome, bro. Yeah, well, brother, Thank you, Siaga. Thanks man. for sharing your yeah, story, man. Thank you
1: for having me on. I appreciate this. Yeah, I really absolutely, do. bro. We're yeah. proud
0: of you and we're praying for that red, righteous wave. Yes, sir. And, uh, Seth, did you just conflate Christianity with politics? Yes. Uh, yes, I did. Yes. Because uh, politics you're... is the art of the possible. It's how we decide how we're going to live together. Right. You and go. the question is not whose morality um, or question that is not if there will be a morality or if there will be a dominant, Religion. The question is whose morality and no, whose religion. religion. Exactly. We're all fundamentally religious beings. Oh, always. You know. Oh yeah. no, secular progressivism. It's a non-religious, atheistic. No, no. They, they, they function more dogmatically and yes. religiously than, yes. I, than most Christians yes. do. Yes. They have liturgies. They have sacraments.
1: Yes. Uh, you know, the vaccine and it.
0: abortion are their sacraments. Yes. Like they have all of these religious structures. They just slap the word, you know, science over it. Science so, over. So, so and... we're all religious beings. We're all going to have a morality. The question is just whose. Why not the one that's built this country? Why not the and one that provided. The the rights that we take for granted and are no longer willing to contend for so all right siaka for assembly.com district 43 guys go support him follow him on social media uh we if you don't do it uh then the good people won't win. Yeah. Uh, and that needs to start changing. Thank you, brother. Yeah,
1: thank you. Thank you, guys.
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the show today, guys. Head on over to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, give the show a rating and review. It really drives it up the charts. The podcast continues to grow. And, you know, most people don't want to tune into a pro-life podcast, but most more people are now because of Roe v. Wade getting overturned and reproductive rights getting compromised. <laughs> and, and there are a lot of people on the fence in the middle who don't know what they believe about abortion or are persuadable. And this podcast helps to serve that tool and inspire people to stand in a day like today. If you want to follow me on social media, go to Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, and well, I guess we should add some more on there. And if you want to sign up for my newsletter or see my speaking gig, go to SethGruber.com. And to become an ally of the White Rose Resistance, the new pro-life organization I founded that will take back the culture of life against the culture of death, go to www.TheWhiteRose.life. Thewhiterose.life. Until next week, I'm Seth Gruber, and this is Unaborted. Hey! 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 Hey!